Peace. Peace, y'all. Hey, man, it's your boy, Deezy. And you girl, Weezy. And we back in the box, man. How y'all feeling today? Let's go. The reason why I asked because I got the goddamn flu. <laughs> I may or might not have the flu, so I don't know what's going on, man. But this is a out of out of the, out of nowhere impromptu post for today. You know, y'all y'all know we usually don't do them on Sunday, but man, we got a little bit we want to talk about tonight. Let's get it going, man. So I'm a little bit under the weather, so Weezy well, might hold this one down for the team. So, but it is some important topics we want to talk about. Let's go, Alexa. Give me thirty minutes. Thirty minutes starting now. Let's go, man. So my name is DZ, and I'm Weezy. Hey, man, it's the DZ and Weezy podcast. We appreciate all y'all been doing for us with the shares and the, the email responses and things like that, man. Today I had on a DZ and Weezy hoodie, man, and it really made me feel like a superstar. So you know, soon those gonna be available. And, they look real, real good, man. And it's really about, you know, supporting the, the cause and what we got going on, man. But let's go, man. Appreciate let's go. It. Let's go. Appreciate y'all, man. Hit us on the email. DZ. Letter N. Weezy, yeah. number seven, yeah. at gmail.com. Holla at your boy and your girl. So, hey, man, so, like, one of the things about our podcast, we can be real spontaneous and real informative. I love everything that's going on, man. So let's talk about this. Today... One of my favorite basketball players, NBA players of all time, Kobe Bryant, son of, Co- of Jelly Bean Bryant, passed away in a fatal helicopter crash that included uh, nine others, which included his daughter, man, one of his daughters. And him and his daughter used to travel to the basketball games and things like that together. And she was always with her pops, and she was a developing young basketball star. So it's a real sad thing, man. It's a real sad time. And, and to all my guys that grew up in the 90s or even the early 2000s, you know, Kobe was our Jordan before Brian Brown, LeBron James came doing his thing. And after MJ did his thing, Kobe was the closest thing we had to that, man. So, mm-hmm. so you know, if it touched you in a certain way, man, I appreciate you. My heart go out to you, man. And I, I feel bad about it. It's a sad thing, man, really. Yeah, it's really, um, it's hard for me to talk about it. I'm, it's, it's crazy because I'm not a huge basketball fan. But I ain't got nothing against it. I just don't really care for it. <clears throat> but, um, I mean, I knew Kobe. Like, you know, not personally, but I knew of Kobe. So that's how you know he made such a huge exactly. impact that he can even reach people that don't even give a fuck. Fuck with the game. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's just tough. Like, I didn't, you know, as a... Uh, a spiritualist, you know, uh, we we believe in reincarnation and like when it comes to to death, we we don't, be, you know, it's it's like we we understand that they're coming back, you know, in a different in transformation and in, in a different form. So, but in in a sense of the three D realm, you know, it's it's a true loss, like, and it's it, it it saddens me. Like I don't even know, I don't even know. No, no, I mean, it's a real thing. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, people think about, you know, like when you have a loss similar to this one, it's like, you know, you, you, you want to be concerned for his real loved ones, you know, like his wife, Vanessa, that he left behind and some of his other daughters and things like that. 
them are the ones you really have concern for. However, at the same time, the level of loss that we feel may be a little bit different than them because they got mm-hmm. to see Cove every day. They got to eat breakfast with the guy. We never really did that. So it was more like losing an idol. It was like mm-hmm. when Mike died. Remember Michael Jackson died? Yeah. Everybody cried. Man, his kids probably didn't cry as hard as we did, you know. How it's really about losing an icon, losing another piece of our history, and losing another piece of, you know, pop culture, man. And and sometimes our the way we handle the loss is a little bit different than motherfuckers that know him personally. You know, when Pac died or Biggie died and all that, but we still talk about Tupac today, man. Dude been dead for over twenty five years, then the thirty years, man. However, you know, when you think about things like Aaliyah and Left Eye and all the people that left us in these real, you know, ironic and just sustain uh you know just real instant you know out of the way ass ways man mm-hmm. you be like damn person wasn't old they ain't had no bad health mm-hmm. you know wasn't no people out trying to get them or nothing like that they just end up gone man so let's go i want to pull y'all down tonight our right. spot our podcast is about being spontaneous happy and fluid and as you can hear it's about that time it's show time it's going down hey yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, well, nothing. Um, so, what we was going to do on this podcast was talk about just people that's gone too soon, too soon you, know? you know, and, you know, as someone who lost my mom soon, you know, I was about 17 and and I, I realized it was, you know, talking about doing this podcast was a little... I, I wasn't really feeling it at first because I'm like, man, that means I'm going to have to open up about some things and but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I mean, do but it. But that's what the podcast is for, so we can open up, be ourselves, let other people see who we are, and we can see who they are through their responses. So. Yeah, and and uh, what what I was gonna say was, you know, after losing my mom, you know, and it gave me this opportunity to realize life is short, you know, and to hold on to the ones that you love and to be there for the ones that you love. So I I spent a lot of my life doing that, doing everything that I possibly can. <clears throat> For my for for my family for the ones that I love, and um, unfortunately, it turns out living that way for the wrong people, like people that don't really invest into feed, basically people that don't feed you, you know, spiritually, energetically, uh, mentally, you know, encourage you, you know, if if you just if you're just constantly fighting for something on a one-way street, regardless of who it is, it's, it's just not going to work. But that's why it was hard for me to kind of talk about this because I literally held on to, I guess, what what I consider now like karmic relationships or toxic relationships with that mindset of, um, you know, tomorrow not being a promise. And... But the reality is what I learned is not everybody's thinking like that and not everybody is willing to to bend uh, to your will in that in that manner because of that. So um, I guess this is a this is an opportunity for me to um, learn ways around that, you know, um, and not feel bad about the relationships that I, I had disconnected from. Because I'm no longer living in that energy of, you know, tomorrow's not my promise. So I have to invest all my sweat, blood and tears into this and uh, into this situation or this person that's not doing the same for me. So, but it's it's tough, you know, it's really tough because 
the last thing I need is is something like this, you know. But it, I don't know what you got. Nah, man. I mean, the thing is, you know, I think it's important for everybody who listens to the podcast, everybody who y'all talk to about the podcast, or everybody who got this idea in mind. It's important for us all to remember, man. Tomorrow is not a promise, man. You know, you don't ever know when your tomorrow ain't going to come. So, you know, appreciate the folks that's around you, man. Yeah. Really, really deal with the people that you deal with in a happy manner, man. Life is for the living. Because mm-hmm. once it's over with, you're done, you know. So one of the things I think about when I think about going too soon, all of us got some stuff in us, man. And when I say stuff, it's some greatness, it's some goodness, it's some things for us to present, man. And I was sharing this with... uh. Weezy the other day, I was just letting her know I was listening to a motivational speaker and he said the wealthiest place on the planet is not the gold mines, it's not the diamond caves, it's none of that. It's the cemetery because so many lost ideas and lost dreams and lost inventions and all that kind of stuff died with people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why it's the wealthiest place on the universe. So with us knowing that life ain't promised to us, man, the time ain't promised to us, do everything you can, man. If you got some stuff in you, get that stuff out of you. If you got some promising potential, potential is the scariest word out there because if you know you got potential and you never act on it, it's like a death wish. You know, it's, it's the worst thing you can have. If you know you got potential that you never see come to fruition, well, that's on you. You owe it to yourself, man. So, man, the reason why we want to do this podcast, though, is because it's important for us all to realize when you see one of these iconic folks or one of these people that... You know, we consider quote-unquote celebrities go away. It makes us feel some type of way. But don't forget about the celebrities in your life, man. People that mm-hmm. are celebrities to you. You know, Kobe won some championships in the NBA, the National Basketball Association. But that didn't mean nothing to us. But think about the people that won championships in your life. Mm-hmm. Think about the people that presented you with certain opportunities and brought you out of certain dignity, you know, certain situations and gave you opportunities that you may or may not have without that individual. Them the championship winners in our lives. Them the Kobe's and the Jordans in our lives. So we got to appreciate them for real and understand. And it's okay to say thank you. Even if you don't fuck with that person, I'm going to say thank you. Because even if they talk to you something about them doing something negative, you still learn the lesson. Yeah, so say thank you, man. Because the realest way to be real with a motherfucker you can't get with or fuck with no more is to say thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to thank a motherfucker for something they did to you wrong, just like you thank a motherfucker for something they did to you right. right. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is, man. That's what it is tonight, man, for real. And, you know, let me see. How long we in? Let me see what we working with right now. We're about 10 minutes in, man. Y'all know we got 30 minutes left on the podcast. 20. And, oh, yeah, 20 minutes left on the podcast. And this ain't going to be no morbid subject. This ain't going to be no morbid topic. So what I want to do, you know, is appreciate the time for people, you know, that ain't going too soon. They're still here, you know what I mean? Even, so even if it's a person that you feel like you, you need to get something off your chest and say something positive to, you need to get something off your chest and be like, hey, man, you know, I really appreciate you. Hey, sister, I really appreciate you, whatever it is. Make sure you do that. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do that, man. And when I say that, I mean, like, immediately, within the next hour, within the next couple minutes. If you got to get off my podcast, go tell them that. Tell them now why the iron strike while the iron is hot. Mm-hmm. Strike while the iron is hot. Don't wait for it to cool off because you'll forget. Or the fire might not be the same when you say it to them tomorrow on Monday morning. Hit them with some fire, man. Tell them, tell them what they did to you because at the end of the day, we don't do that enough. We don't do that enough in our lives, man. And then we be regretful as hell when when the person gone or when the person don't fuck with us no more. You can't say that. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things, and my mom always talk about this, but my grandmother... She had like a 70-year or 75-year, I don't even know how old, but it was a, it was a milestone birthday. 
And they had a birthday party for her. She asked me to sing. She asked me to sing a song that I didn't know. But she wanted me to sing it. Shit. I mean, she knew who I was. She knew I could figure it out. I could memorize it, you know, a couple verses and sing it for her. And I didn't want to. For one reason or another. I didn't have a specific reason. I just didn't want to. Flat, playing out. So I went in the car, started learning the song and singing the song and humming the song. And I pulled off. I left the party. I left my grandmother's milestone birthday party, whether it was 70 or 70, whatever. I drove off and went and did some other shit, the bullshit, and came back. And she asked me, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't want to. I don't feel like it. I didn't learn the song. The next year, she died two days after my birthday or a day after my birthday, around my birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, my mama was always telling me she hoped she ain't down on my birthday or passed away on my birthday. Bro, how you forget something like that, G? Like, for real. Like, think about it. Her last wish for me that I could have granted her, and it wouldn't have been no sweat off my back to save for my damn grandmama. Man, I sing every day, all day around the house in the shower, saying to my girl, saying to the kid, whatever. It wouldn't even been no sweat for me, man. And I just didn't want to do it. So I didn't do it. And that was her last wish she had for me. Because we didn't live in the same city. I came from out of town to visit her for her party. And she asked me to do that, and I didn't do it. Now, how do you think that make me feel? I ain't saying I'm a zombie or I'm regretful or, like, I'm just lost in the zone because that happened. However, what it does, it allows me to talk about it so that people don't go through the same thing and do no shit like that, you know? Yeah, I'm kind of quiet. Um. <laughs> I'm supposed to have a flood. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, I I think that if if we all, you know, and if we all can just and we all just get along, <laughs> right? Yeah. King. What he said. <laughs> oh my goodness, but. I don't know, baby. I can't do this one. It's cool. It's all right. I mean, you know, because that's what you got to think about it, man. The podcast, the media, the outlets, the everything we deal with, it bring emotions out of people, man. When I, when, cause my son hit me like, Dad, Kobe, Dad. I'm like, well, what you mean? What you talking about? I was driving around. I was in traffic. I wasn't even at home. I was going to visit my mama. Going to visit my mama on my Sunday visit because I know nobody lasts forever, bro. This shit happened after I visited my mama. Y'all got to think about that, man. And I told Weezy's son earlier today, I was like, you know why I go visit my mama, man? Because I was an asshole to my mama when I was little. I didn't do right by my mama when I was little, so I need to make up for that time now that I'm older and I can provide for her. She asked me, bring me some oranges or bring me a cake or bring me some tissue paper or whatever the fuck the case may be. I can do that now. And I owe her that because when I was little, man, I did everything except for that. So, you know... So to go visit my mom, stop at the store, my son texts me. He know I'm a huge fan of basketball, huge fan of Kobe Bryant. So when he hit me with this shit, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. And then my sister hit me simultaneously, which is even crazy because she know I love Kobe, Kobe ass. Because I grew up in that era hooping. That's what I was about. You know, even to this day, I, was, I text my oldest daughter, Chandel, when you shoot the, uh, the ball up, rolled up, a piece of paper into the garbage can. You can't say Kobe no more. That's sad. She's like, I'm going to still say it, Dad, but I'm going to be sad. Because <laughs> y'all all remember turning around, doing that little jump shot. Kobe! Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if y'all remember that. That's pop culture, though. Maybe I ain't never did it, but look it up. Look it up. It's a lot of... David Chappelle had a skit about that shit. He had shot the condom into the garbage can after you. <laughs> he was Kobe. <laughs> so, man, shout out, man. Shout out to all the people that's touched by everything that happened today, man. And, you know, for us to have the ability and the availability to do a podcast for y'all, man, that makes... That makes all the difference in the world, man, because when you got something on your chest, you need to get it off. You know, some of the folks we deal with on the podcast, and it's going to be some more special guests. We got some big, big, big special guests coming up, man, and we really going to step our game up here in 2020 about pulling people in. Because, you know, I know we had Mike and Tiff and Rich and Jamie and them a couple times, but we about to really expand this thing, man. We really about to start opening it up to other folks, but we got to have confidence in the, the wherewithal with ourselves first. You know, we only on episode eight, goddammit. Give us a break. <laughs> but by the time we get in the teens, man, we really going to be able to fuck with y'all and do some real, real podcast type shit because we can do it for anybody, man. Thanks to the platform we dealing with anchor man and i don't know how y'all listen to the uh, podcast today whether it's on anchor or spotify make sure you check us out on google Podcasts. whatever the case may be it's hard for me to tabulate how many plays and views we get because there's so many different platforms the anchor platform put us on everything so you know collectively i hope whoever needs to hear this hear this if you don't need to hear it you won't man if the shoe fit where if it don't Donated. Donated. <laughs> Shout out to the beautiful beast tarot reading, man. And them t-shirts coming too. But uh, what you gotta say, baby? I know you got something in your bag. You wanna pull something <laughs> out your bag or what you own? You know, at the end of the day, tomorrow, not promise. So, uh, be your best self. You know, do what you can. Uh, you know, live with no regrets. Uh, it's, it's some good shit out there <laughs> that I can think of, but right, right. at the end of the day, like Akuna Matata, <laughs> the golden rule. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You know, and and I I don't know when when times like this come. It's it's sad that it takes time times like this to come for us to like. Not me, but no, I'm just playing. <laughs> for us to come to, <laughs> <laughs> to a situation to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Right. But um, man, just just be your best self and surround yourself with good people, and you know, and you can't lose. Right. Like doing that, you you can't lose. So. That's all I got right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I need a drink. <laughs> I, I, I told you, you better get your little thing back there. But uh, you know, you know how we do, man. Like I always say, we in our element. We do it when I, when we do our podcast. Sometimes we pull, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we sip, and sometimes we ain't, man. But it's really about recognizing the opportunity. It's correct this stuff right there. It's an opportunity for us to really. You know, just take advantage of what we got in front of us, man. You know, I know we talked about success and we talked about happiness and we talked about the future and all that kind of shit. It don't matter if you ain't there, man. It don't matter if you ain't there. So one of the things I talk about, you know, and we talked about this on our one of our first podcasts, is taking care of yourself. You know, motherfuckers are like tomorrow you promise that you know it's not, but if tomorrow comes, nigga be in shape. <laughs> if tomorrow comes Make sure you got something to work with. If tomorrow comes, make sure you got something you moving toward. You know, take care of yourself. Physically, mentally, spiritually, soulfully, whatever you want to call it, man. Because everybody got different views. And I'm not here to tell you which one to choose. All I know is that when tomorrow comes, you better be ready for it. You know, one of the things I had the flu yesterday, man. I was fucked up. They had your boy bust down yesterday, man. 
you know, and I'm not a big medical person. I'm not a big prescription person. I don't like to take medicine. I feel like my man can heal me or whatever the case may be. Uh, we used to tell me, take some NyQuil, take this, take that. And I took some shit. I took a whole bunch of shit yesterday. <laughs> I took a whole bottle of NyQuil and ate vitamins and vitamin C and ibuprofen and all the type of shit. I took some shit, but it didn't work. However, this morning I took a little NyQuil in the daytime and everything was all right. And I didn't even go to sleep, man. So sometimes you got to listen to recommendations. However, at the end of the day, you got to take care of yourself. You know, you got to make sure that you're on point to do certain things and be available to do certain things. Make make it work for you, man. Be, be the best you you can be, like Weezy said. And know and understand what that looked like. Sometimes you being a yes you, the best you is being a jerk to the motherfucker that's being a jerk to you. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you a bad person, but jerk deserve, deserve jerk. You know, justice served is justice deserved. And don't ever forget that, you know what I'm saying? But it's going down, man. It's really going down. And I need y'all to do me a favor. I need y'all to really, when y'all see me post this, I need y'all to share it. I need y'all to share it. I need y'all to hit that. I need y'all to listen to it. And if you don't share it, just listen to it and tell somebody else about it, man. Because if it's on your mind, it matters. You know, the spoken word, you know, the spoken word is is, is just as valuable as the written word. How the spoken word travels much uh, 10 times faster. You know, one of the things we were joking about the other day, you know, the power of the spoken word and how you can speak something into existence. So I'll watch a movie. Me personally, I'm talking about me. My name is Showtime, I King, Rendell, DZ, whatever y'all want to call me. I'll watch a movie and I explain it to them. Now, this is, a, this is a movie now, not a book. <laughs> this is a movie. I'll watch a movie and I explain it to a motherfucker with a certain type of exuberance and a certain type of energy that they don't want to see the movie. They'll go watch the movie and be like, nigga, uh, that didn't look like kind of what you said. <laughs> that ain't what you said. <laughs> You know, and I used to read a book a month, a book every th- every ter- every 15 days. And I I would cut my son's hair and I would tell him about the book while I was cutting his hair. <laughs> now, this is four or 500 pages worth of book. And I'd tell him about it in a 30-minute haircut. And I'm like, God, I want to read the book. I want to read the book. And I'd go give him the book. And he'd read the book and be like, um, I don't think this is the same thing. <laughs> this wasn't the thing you told me about, nigga. But no, nah, that's how it be sometimes, though. So... Just like you can talk about the podcast, maybe you can tell it a little bit different. Maybe you can express it a little bit different to suit your group and the people that you deal with. Maybe you can say some of the shit that we said on here tonight a little bit differently to adhere to the folks that you deal with on a daily basis and the folks you involved with. And I don't have a problem with that, man. Just always bring it back. Hashtag DZ and Weezy. Check out, yeah. check out the Facebook page for the hoodies and the tees, please. <laughs> But um, we we um we've been you know we always working on music for our own personal resources. Hey, um, it's, it's definitely an album. it's an album. It, yeah, yeah, it's probably gonna be an album the way we keep going at it. But right. um, I think uh, it's it's one song that that Deezy wrote, and he uh, and it, it's it's so strange because it's such a touching song, and the more and more we listen to it we realize that it's a song about losing someone like yeah yeah and the the initial you know writing of this song was just about you know losing somebody in a distant you know like they you just ain't around no yeah more. and know. it was like the more and more we listened to it it was just kind of like wow this is one of them um 
gong gong songs. Yeah, like, you know, like, some shit all like some cool yeah, hard, like, how do I say goodbye? Some shit like that. Or that shit that uh, Puppy had did for every day of the day. Oh, every move I make, I miss you. Every time I pray, I'll be missing you. Some shit like that. So when I wrote it, when I, we all just playing around in the basement, you know, she uh, Weezy was upstairs doing the reading and doing her thing. You know, shout out to beautiful Beast Terrell. If y'all need her Terrell reading, it really enlightens you, man. It puts you on a different path and it gives you an open scope at your life that you may or may not see because it's easier to look at the picture from outside the frame. But when you're in the frame, it's hard. And when you're in the frame, it's hard to see the, the picture sometimes. And that's reality. And that's what tarot reading will do for you is give you an opportunity to kind of be in the frame and see an outside picture of it. So shout out to Beautiful Beast Tarot, man. Check her out on my Facebook. Check her out on the Instagram as well. And you can always catch a hold of her on the uh, same email, dzandweezy7 at gmail.com. What I was saying is that, you know, well, what Weezy was saying, you know, he was talking about how it started out as a, you know, kind of, I miss you, girlfriend, or I miss you, loved one type of song. And as more we listen to it, it's like, damn, this might be like one of them joints where, like, you ain't going to see the motherfucker no more. Yeah. Like, it's over with. They gone. Yeah. You know? The song is called See You Again. And sometimes I see you again don't happen. That's what makes it so deep. You know? Sometimes you ain't going to see him again. You know? Until... You know, y'all reincarnated to y'all on the other side of whatever the fuck you believe in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't gonna see that person no more, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's really about appreciating people while you're here, man. Yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah. You know, I can I can honestly say, <clears throat> um, with tomorrow not being promised, that I did the best I can do. For those that I care about. So what happened? Talk real quick. We got five minutes left. Talk real quick. You was on the path one way. Your mama returned to the essence. She she left here in the physical form. What happened for you? Talk a little bit about because you shared that with me. And don't you ain't got to get too deep into it. But what's one of the inst- inst- well? Um, I was in high school and I was actually about to drop out, like because you know I was the youngest of seven and everybody else dropped out and. It was just like shit. That's you know, being in the city. That's kind of what you see. You don't see too much. When she's talking about the city, she means the city, nigga. The shot, Chicago. Let's yeah. go. Where y'all at? Town, South Zoe. We're going two head But um, I was about to drop out, and then uh, I end up living with, like majority staying with my sister. Thanks, sis, for looking out. But then once my mom passed, I just knew. Like I just had this this knowing, this feeling that. I needed to graduate. Like, I had to make her proud. Like, ain't no way that, you know, a good person like that had fucking seven kids. Ain't none of us graduate high school. But, you know, um, I mean, eventually everybody got that shit together and got a GED or whatnot. But I was the first to get my high school diploma out of seven motherfucking kids. And I was the last. But I made sure, like, if I had to study real hard, if I had to do extra shit, extra credit, I, I had to take gym in summer school. This to graduate high school, school. <laughs> for real. Y'all was hot than a motherfucker running yeah. around the track, goddamn yep. musty ass little girl. <laughs> so I, you know, that it, it just changed my perspective. Like, and it's sad that it takes situations like that for us to change. Like, it don't make sense to me. We got to do it better. It ain't sad though. It ain't sad because epiphany is a word for a reason. 
Mm-hmm. Epiphany means a turning point or a sudden difference in your vibration, your vibe, mm-hmm. and your understanding. Epiphanies come in all different forms. Epiphanies come from being homeless in your car one day and waking up like, I ain't going to do this no more. Yeah. Epiphany happened in the form of your parent passing away, and now it's on me. I can't mm-hmm. depend on my parent. Epiphany comes in the form of, what am I doing here at this job? They just told me I'm a halfway at night shit, and I know I'm better than that. The epiphany comes in a lot of format, man, but the epiphany is what changes our lives, and that's the main. It takes us to a different place. If I ain't had knowledge of self, if I wouldn't have got never, never got knowledge of self, I'd be a totally different guy, man. Y'all wouldn't know me as La King. La King, a lot of these, the guy. Y'all wouldn't know me as that. But the epiphany caused that for me. The epiphany comes in a lot of different ways, shapes, and forms. Mm-hmm. You know, so. That's what it is. We got so many. What y'all on with me, man? I hey. appreciate y'all talking to me. Fuck with me, man. And fuck with Weezy. Listening. Appreciate it. You know, this was a real sensitive topic for her. She didn't even really want to talk about it, man. And I'm glad yeah, you was, was able tough. I'm glad you was able to pull that out of you, man. But that's what makes us great folks as, as far as this media shit is concerned. And being the ones that can be on top of things. Being the ones that can talk about the uncomfortable topics and and, and, and be authentic and true about it, man. So yeah. I see you got a little something queued up over there. So I do, I hopefully do. Alexa hurry up and cut this shit off because I don't want you to hear the whole song because I'm a mother still. At least, shit. at least about my part. Y'all gotta hear at least up to my. Maybe how we gonna your part? A little phone lines. All right, but, uh, go ahead. All right, but we gonna play this. I'm gonna play song for y'all. I hope y'all can hear the dryer going in the background because we are regular people. We Americans <laughs> <laughs> and we do laundry on Sunday. Goddamn it. When that organ come in, though, y'all know what we on. We got to turn that up for the people, baby. It's hard to say. Right, and then you gonna do this part. We're not screwing up the music. We playing it. <laughs> Close your eyes, man. Think about somebody you want to see again, man. It's deep, bro. Come on, y'all. All the times you went astray. Yeah. All the times you went astray. I can't wait to see you again. Tears are streaming down my face. I can't wait to see you again. Even when you brown my face. I can't wait to see you again. Hey, come on, man. Somebody I want to see it, man. Yeah, I want to see it, man. It's time to see it, man. And when you look back on your life, what you think about? I look back on my life. See a whole lot of joy and pain. Like goods and bad things now. So many things are different now. But what they make to say, ooh. Hey. I don't know what it is about her. But I swear she's the one for me. Let's go, y'all. 
remember the first time I saw you. I felt this feeling like I needed to tell you everything. But I was afraid, like Eve when she realized she was naked. So I stayed away. I just wasn't ready yet. But now all I want to do is run to you because I trust you with my secrets. My flow is better when I'm with you. Listen, I gotta hear your voice. Now I know you're my choice. Even if we're just friends, I need to touch your skin. And I can't wait. Hey, 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 that was that song. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all listening to us tonight, man. I'm going to go to a whole different space right now, man. This song is having me in a different vibe, man. Hey, I'm going to start every podcast in peace. I'm a, 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 a